Alright, welcome to Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. I'm Andy, and I'm going at it solo today. Um, so listen, you know we've established on this channel, obviously, that we're going to cover classic films, a lot of stuff from the 70s and 80s, and I know that this is a brand new movie, and, and we, we will cover some new mo- movies on this channel, uh, specifically if they're tied to older franchises. Um, you know, we, we covered Ghostbusters Afterlife. We'll, we'll cover stuff like, you know, Top Gun 2 or probably Jurassic World, uh, the next Jurassic World movie. So we'll, we'll cover some, some movies that are tied to older franchises. This movie, uh, is tied to some older movie franchises, uh, like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, but they're obviously not as, as, as old or as classic as we touch on, um, but this is tied to Marvel. Obviously, this is a Marvel movie in that, you know, the, the comics uh, span way back. So I guess it kind of counts. Um, and I really wanted to review this movie specifically because I'm a massive fan of the Sam Raimi, uh, you know, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy. I'm a massive fan of it. I remember seeing the original Spider-Man in theaters as a kid. And I loved it. Like, I I can tell you, I remember it. I remember watching it. I remember uh, really getting into Spider-Man around that time. And and he's still my favorite superhero to to this day because of that movie. Um, And then I loved Spider-Man 2. And Spider-Man 3 uh, is not a great movie. Uh, Although I contend that if you just remove Venom from that movie and everything, every scene that has anything to do with Venom, uh, the movie gets a lot better, but that's obviously a huge part of the movie, so it'd be really hard to do that. Um, but I, I'm, you know, for me, and I know that people have issues um, with those movies and, you know, how they relate to comic accuracy and things like that, but I, you know, I honestly don't care. I love those movies. I love to- Tobey Maguire's portrayal of the character. I love Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Um, you know, Alfred Molina as, uh, as Doc Ock. I mean that to me, those are, those are two of my favorite comic book movies of all time. And they solidified my love of Spider-Man and why he has always been, uh, since that point, always been my, uh, favorite, uh, superhero. Um, so naturally this was a movie that I was extremely excited for now, excited for now. I, um, I like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. I, I just don't think they're as strong. Um, the villains, I specifically don't think, are as strong as the, the Raimi trilogy. Um, you know, Garfield's portrayal of Spider-Man is okay. Uh, you know, his relationship with Gwen uh, is, is good. And obviously, you know, it has pretty high stakes at the end of the, the second movie. Um there was a lot of things, especially about that second Amazing Spider-Man movie, that I thought were honestly kind of boring. And there were, you know, the the Electro character wasn't great. I, I really didn't like the Harry Osborn Green Goblin in that movie. I just thought that that was it. It felt a lot like the Venom in Spider-Man Three. Uh, it was just it felt like it was just kind of shoved in there, and it didn't last very long. Uh, with with uh, you know him being defeated i guess pretty easily even though he does kill 
uh, Gwen or caused the death of Gwen, uh, and and just the way he looked and his personality, I just it didn't work for me personally. Um, but all in all, I can watch those movies and enjoy them for what they are. Uh, the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man, I've probably up to this point have liked the least, to be honest, and I know that will come. Uh, as a shock to a lot of people because a lot of people really like Tom Holland's uh, version of Spider-Man. To me, and this is just my personal opinion, I've always felt like he's he hasn't went through the trials and tribulations as a character. And I'm talking about, you have to understand, I'm speaking about before this new movie. Uh, I'm specifically just speaking about the two movies he's had, standalone movies, and uh, you know his his role in uh, the MCU as a whole up till now. Um, I've just I, I've I thought that he just didn't have the trials and tribulations that the other two Spider Men had. Um, of course, I know he was blipped by Thanos for for five years, but still, you know, I just you know it, it just seemed like he wasn't dealing with the hardships as a character that the other two Spider-Man, uh, were dealing with, um, you know, and, and, you know, a big part of why I really haven't liked him as much is because of the Stark technology. Um, I just felt like he was Iron Man 2.0. Um, you know, he had the AI in his suit and, you know, all these different web settings and instant kill and all these, you know, he's like, he's got 25 different suits for any situation. I, you know, and I, I just felt like, the character of Peter Parker, you know, his portrayal of it and the way they were writing him, I feel like he was just sort of getting everything handed to him. And he he really didn't have to work too hard. He didn't have to use his mind to figure out how to get out of bad situations, how to defeat villains. Um, they portrayed some things well about the character, but there were just other things like that that I felt like um, it just left me wanting more from the character. And letting him stand on his own two feet and deal with the real repercussions of being both Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And dealing with the repercussions of, you know, decisions that he makes and having to live with them. And that's something that shocks me because that's something the MCU has done really well. I mean, you look at like, you know, uh, Avengers 2 with Ultron and that whole, you know, having to basically deal with or you know captain america civil war i mean that's all about having to deal with the consequences of your actions it doesn't matter if you're doing it for the right reasons you know you still have to deal with the the negative consequences and i just felt like you know as the character of peter parker as tom holland portrays him uh again before this new movie uh, i just felt like it was almost as though uh he just wasn't dealing with uh, as difficult of stuff as the other two Spider-Men had to deal with. Even though, again, his stakes were higher, uh, given that he was fighting in this massive, you know, war with, uh, you know, the Avengers and all that. But like, even in Endgame, like I felt like, you know, he when they were out on that field fighting, it just felt like he was trying not to get killed the whole time, rather than actually fighting and using his brain power to, uh, and his superpowers to, uh, you know, to really fight the enemy. It was more of him just trying not to get killed. So coming into this new movie, I was really looking forward to, uh, everything from the Sam Raimi trilogy. You know, I was looking forward to seeing the, the characters back on screen again, especially Tobey Maguire. 
and then I was looking forward to seeing, you know, Andrew Garfield and, and, and seeing, you know, the Spider-Man together and, and how the story would play out. And listen, I thought this was a great movie. I really did. I just saw it. Uh, you know, I literally just got out of the theater a little while ago. So, uh, I know it's kind of dangerous to do a review immediately after a movie, uh, because, you know, emotions can take you one way or the other, but listen, seeing Willem Dafoe play the lead villain as the Green Goblin again was awesome. You know, seeing him struggle like he did in the original Spider-Man with, you know, dealing with, you know, he's Norman Osborn, but he's also the Green Goblin and switching back and forth from those characters, you know, seeing Doc Ock on screen again and, and hearing the, the, cause, uh, you know, if you guys listen to our show, you know, I'm a, I'm a big score guy. So hearing the little bits and pieces of the scores from those, those, uh, Raimi movies, uh, when the villains uh, appear on screen or when Spider-Man appears on screen, that was awesome. I mean, it was, and, and the story, like I said, played out really well. Um, you know, this idea that Peter doesn't want to just send them back to their own universes because, you know, they'll get killed. Uh, he knows they'll get killed and he wants to save them and, and cure them. Uh, you know, that was really well written. Um, now I'll sort of step over into, uh, let, let's talk about, let's talk about the Spider-Man. All right. Cause I know that's what everybody wants to hear about. You know, the, the actual Spider-Man and all three of them. Listen, Tobey Maguire was great, you know, and and he got like this massive applause in my theater, and and I was part of that. It was it was so cool seeing him again, and and um, you know, hearing him talk about uh, you know, Uncle Ben and and sort of what he dealt with with that, and hearing him say that him and MJ are together still, you know, that was awesome. Um, you know, seeing Andrew Garfield and and seeing him, you know, he did a heck of a job in this movie, really portraying uh that character and how he had to deal with the loss of Gwen and and you know how that affected him and all of that coinciding with uh this new uh or you know the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man him just losing his Aunt May and everything else that's happening in his life and listen that's what I was leading up to uh all of those trials and tribulations that I you know he hadn't gone through at this point this was the movie for it he really got hammered in this movie. I mean, he got beat up. You know, he lost a lot. He made a lot of bad decisions, and for every bad decision he made, there were negative repercussions times a thousand on him. Uh, this movie finally sort of put that character in a position to where, uh, you know, he was going through it rough. And and that was good to see. And I know that, um, you know, a lot of people... I know probably are, are looking to, well, what's going to happen now? But I think it was so important to have a movie like this for that character to see him, you know, really struggle and, and, you know, and struggle he did in this one. Um, you know, the death of Aunt May, especially so early in the movie, I kind of had uh, a tip that that was going to happen, but for it to happen as early as it did, um, which it, I mean, it wasn't super early in the movie, but it still wasn't the end of the movie like I thought it was going to be. Uh, and then by the end of the movie with him, basically nobody knowing him and him being completely alone in the world, uh, that was, you know, I, I think that the char his character will be better for, uh, better for it after this movie, 
uh, is said and done and, and they move on to the next project, I really do. I think he will be better for it uh, to really see that character struggle. Uh, all the villains do a good job. Uh, you know, Sandman, I, I'll say this. Uh, I, I'm not totally sure what was up with his character. Um, he, you know, they made it clear that everybody got pulled from their timeline right before the moment of death, but obviously we know he didn't die in Spider-Man 3. He sort of rode off into the sunset after he made amends with Peter. So when he first pops up on screen in this movie, he's on Peter's side. He actually helps him fight Electro, but by the end of the movie, he's, you know, fighting against Spider-Man. It was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of odd. I know that he just wanted to get back to his universe and see his daughter, but... um you know, I never, like, I kind of thought this whole movie, why don't they just send him back? Like, there's really, uh, I guess they wanted to fix his, his, you know, I, I don't really want to call it a disease, but fix the issue of him being Sandman and uh, Flint. Uh, they really just wanted to make him just pure human again. But still, you know, uh, his situation was kind of odd. I also noticed, too, I, I think for whenever he appeared at the end in human form it looked like they just used footage from spider-man 3 like they didn't actually bring the character or the actor back in to portray the character it looked like they just used images uh from spider-man 3 which was kind of odd and and maybe i'm wrong maybe they completely brought him in and de-aged him or whatever they had to do but um i don't know there was just something a little off about that uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro was good. He was much better uh, in this movie than he was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. He had a lot of personality, had a lot of jokes. Uh, I was honestly, and I know this is such a lame thing to say, uh, you know, the theater I was in was full of children, which is not a big surprise. I was honestly a little surprised at the language in this movie, of which he used a lot of. Um, I, I don't know. It just, uh, that was... Uh, it's not that it really, you know, bothered me, especially in this day and age. That's just, you know, you're going to, that's going to be in movies. But, uh, I don't know. It was just kind of odd, you know, especially I was sitting there with all these kids around me. I was like, Hmm, this is, uh, this movie's got a lot of language in it, but, um, no, his, his personality was great. Um, like I said, he had a lot of jokes, um, you know, the way that he, you know, fought was really cool. It's, it seemed like it was better, uh, than it was in, uh, in, uh, the amazing Spider-Man two and the character overall was just better, a better portrayal, uh, which is cool to see, you know, it's cool to see that character come back and sort of get a proper, um, you know, a, a proper, uh, role and a proper, uh, sort of, uh, execution, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, the lizard, uh, Dr. Connors was, you know, was just kind of there, you know, he fought uh, a good amount, but you, you know, it wasn't as though he was the main villain. So he was just kind of there. Uh, the obvious stars of this movie, at least as villains go, were a uh, Dr. Octopus and the Green Goblin. And that was for me personally, as, as such a big fan, as I said, of the Raimi, uh, Spider-Man movies, that was so cool to see. Uh, those, those two characters were great in this movie, you know, to see, uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man create, you know, 
redesign the inhibitor chip and, and, and fix it for Dr. Octopus so he could turn back to, you know, purely Otto Octavius rather than the supervillain uh, was really cool. And the way that he helps out at the end and fights alongside the Spider-Man was cool. Um, but again, you know, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin really stole the show for me. I mean, he was great. Uh, seeing that character again, just seeing that character back on screen and playing such a huge role uh, I, I've always thought he was underappreciated as a villain, uh, in, 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 you know, in the Marvel movies, which I know that, you know, the Raimi movies aren't part of, you know, the modern MCU, but I've always thought he was underappreciated and he got overshadowed by the Dr. Octopus, uh, character from Spider-Man two, but Willem Dafoe is just so strong as Norman Osborn and as the Green Goblin. And it was so cool to see him, you know, just be so, uh, aggressive in the way he fought Spider-Man. And, and again, that it, it helped build up the, that Tom Holland Spider-Man. Cause he, you know, he took a beating just like, um, Tobey Maguire did in the original Spider-Man movie. And that was, that's one of my favorite things about that movie is the beating that Spider-Man takes. I mean, he really has to find it within himself to finish that fight and to try to pull out a win. Cause he is just getting whooped in that original movie. And Tom Holland in this one got, whooped pretty good too um so yeah those two villains were awesome um you know i'm excited to uh, see this movie again and and just uh you know maybe i can catch some stuff i missed the first time uh but 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 that was awesome um as far as the spider-man yeah i mean like i said toby mcguire is great um you know he's got a lot of jokes uh which is pretty funny or i mean maybe not what you would consider actual jokes but um you know, he, he's just, he's, he's Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker again. And that was really cool to see, you know, again, just it, maybe it's pure nostalgia for me. I don't know, but you know, just seeing him on screen as, as Peter Parker and then getting to see him in that Spider-Man suit, which has always been my favorite Spider-Man suit, uh, and fighting and, <clears throat> you know, that was just so cool. And <clears throat> like I said, Andrew Garfield was great. You know, he was, he was really good. The emotional moments with him and, uh, you know, sort of reciting what he's been through, uh, and, 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 you know, they go to a lot of emotional places in this movie that I did not fully expect them to go to, uh, with those characters. And, and, and it was really well executed and really well written and really well done. Um, but yeah, just, just seeing the three of them and that was what was cool. The three of them had all these, this dialogue together, you know, they're talking about, the coolest villains they fought and talking about, you know, they're infatuated with how Tobey Maguire's, you know, Spider-Man can shoot webs out of his hands, uh, compared to, you know, they have web shooters they built. Um, you know, that's all funny and it's cool and it's things that we've thought about before. And now you're seeing them discuss it on screen. That was really cool. Um, as far as negatives for this movie, I have two of them, um, that, that I could think of, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on them just because, you know, listen, this is a movie that, um, you know, people are going to really love. I have no doubt. And I just, you know, I don't want to be the guy who's sitting there talking about the really bad or not really bad things, but the things that I, I didn't like as much. Uh, so I'll just briefly mention them. The first one, um, was that I could have done with a little less of the MJ Peter, like the Tom Holland, Peter Parker and the, the, uh, you know, the, 
Zendaya, uh, MJ. I could I could have done a, just a little like like let's just turn that down a little bit with the the love stuff, the love story. Um, I understand. <clears throat> Before anybody comes at me, I get it. This is his third movie, and they're sort of rounding out a trilogy, and and you know that relationship that they've built up with those characters. But, um, I don't know. There were just a, there was a lot of scenes where they were staring into each other's eyes, or just having you know just just talking about something, having a conversation about how much oh I really like you, I really like you, um, you know, uh, it I don't know. It just felt like with as long as this movie was. It felt like they could have toned down some of that stuff just a little bit. Just turn it, you know, take it back just a little bit, you know. And I understand by the end of the movie why those stakes were so high and why they were trying to portray that they had a really strong relationship because it made uh, him having to make the decision he did at the end of the movie, it made that so much tougher. And I and I get that. But, um, yeah, that to me it just felt like there were a few too many scenes of uh, or, or the scenes maybe went a little long uh, with, with sort of their relationship and, 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 you know, just how they were, you know, so I guess in love and, and all that. Uh, the other, uh, negative, uh, and this is a a minor thing, but so again, and you have to take into account, uh, yes, I'm a massive Tobey Maguire Spider-Man fan. He gets a moment that Tobey Maguire gets a moment with the Sandman. He gets a small moment. He gets a, a very, very even tinier moment with Doc Ock where he's like, you know, he acknowledges Octavius and, 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 and uh, you know, uh, Doc Ock acknowledges him. Uh, and it's obvious that this is the first time they've seen each other. And uh, they're this, the first time they're seeing each other in this universe, at least. There's no moment between... Toby Maguire and and Willem Dafoe, uh, you know, is is the Green Goblin. To me, that was a little uh, underwhelming. That was that original Spider-Man movie. Like I said, really kicked off this whole thing with Marvel in terms of movies, and that you know people really getting such fandom into the movies and pushing forward and really building up to what we now know as the the modern MCU. And the Green Goblin and the Spider-Man in that original movie, I mean, that was the first villain he fought. And, and, you know, that was his best friend's dad. And, you know, he had that whole emotional thing at the end where uh, he killed him. Or he didn't kill him, but, he, he, you know, the Green Goblin killed himself. And I know that this version of the Green Goblin was taken out of the timeline before that happened. But still... Uh, there's a connection between those two, a very strong connection. And again, that was the first villain he fought. And that launched this whole thing. That movie launched this whole thing that we now know as the the MCU. And I, I realize this was way before the MCU launched. But still, uh, that was really the first big Marvel you know, superhero movie. So it would have been really cool just to have a moment, you know, give me 10 seconds between those characters. I mean, there's a, uh, a moment where, you know, obviously Green Goblin stabs him towards the end and, and gets, you know, the Peter on the ground. Um, but other than that, I mean, they glance at each other for a second, but they don't even acknowledge each other. Like I would imagine, I really thought when he looked down and saw Toby's Peter on the ground, 
that he was going to be like, oh, it's you. Like, it's, uh, I've been talking to this Peter, but it's you. You're the Peter I know. But he didn't. He, I mean, he looked at Tobey Maguire's Peter and then, you know, immediately just looked back up and kept going with Tom Holland's Peter. And I was like, okay, well, I, that was a little, I, I, I imagine y'all, you, you know, y'all would at least want to just acknowledge each other in some sense. Like, like I said, give me 10 seconds of something, some dialogue between them. But like I said, that's basically the equivalent of a nitpick for me. I, you know, I, I I wish that could have happened, but you know, as I mentioned, this is a this was a long movie, so you know, only so much could be fit into it. Um, you know, I I, I don't know uh, how they could have made that happen in, in a really cool and meaningful way, but uh, it, it would have been cool if they could have done it. Like I said, I really thought that this movie would be okay, and I, I really thought this movie was getting a little a tad bit overhyped, uh, but it was going to be really cool to see the, the like I said, the Raimi characters back again, and, and see Andrew Garfield back again, even though, like I said, I'm not as as big of a fan of that, that uh, uh, saga of movies, but um, it was cool. It was, it was really cool. It was really well done. Like I said, the story's a big part of it and the way they wrote it and the way they brought in the old characters and, you know, seeing, like I said, seeing those characters from the different universes interact with each other uh, was awesome. And it felt like a really cool uh, way to see those characters that we love from the older movies back again. And I mean, it really, I felt like they did a really good job of that. Uh, and again, I think that they did themselves a good service going forward as far as the new Peter, the Tom Holland Peter, Peter Parker, um, because, you know, he uh, has now been through pretty much about the worst he could go through. <laughs> you know, I mean, losing his aunt uh, and, and, you know, everybody forgetting who he is, including his girlfriend and his best friend. Uh, that's rough. That's tough. And even happy forgetting who he was because, you know, happy was a big part of his life as well um so that was cool uh you know the other things i want to touch on i know everybody was like hyped because daredevil was going to be in the movie matt murdoch i i'm not a really a fan of the daredevil show i've seen a little bit of it i do like the character of daredevil but I, the show just never did hook me in the way it did a lot of other people i don't know um you know i'm not saying that it's bad or anything like that i'm just saying it never really hooked me in i grew up a big fan of the ben affleck movie daredevil but i gotta be honest with you before everybody starts you know going nuts right now just let hear me out uh i watched that movie maybe like a month or two ago and it's a really bad movie <laughs> you know it's a bad movie uh i i watched it as a kid and liked it but watching it as an adult that movie is not a good movie i don't uh, I don't. I thought that movie was gonna be much better when I rewatched it as an adult than it than it it ended up being. It's not a it's not a very good movie. Uh, but that movie did make me really like the character of of Daredevil and the uniqueness of that character. But like I said, as far as the the new Daredevil, um, I just never got into it. Um, you know, but like he was in this movie, and I know that a lot of people anticipated that, but he wasn't a big part of this movie at all. It was just a, basically a small cameo. Um, this is totally random, but one thing I really did like was that new suit that Tom Holland's Spider-Man had at the very end of the movie. Like, right as credits were about to roll, that was really cool. 
Um, and like I said, that was odd and random, but I really liked the brightness of it. Uh, I don't know why that is. I like the bright Spider-Man suits. I don't know. Uh, but, but, but that was really cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm not going to cover, if you're looking for somebody who's going to cover every, uh, minute detail about this movie, I, this is probably not what you were, uh, you know, expecting, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to give, you know, some brief thoughts on it and what I liked and maybe what I didn't like as much. Um, but you know, it, what a cool time to be alive, man. <laughs> you know, what a cool time to be alive. You know, we've, uh, if you're so fortunate like me to be a nerd and, and be a big fan of, you know, uh, science fiction and, and stuff like that. I mean, good Lord, just in, you know, the last few years we've gotten to see, you know, Luke Skywalker back on screen and Han Solo and Princess Leia. And I know that those movies were divisive. You can listen to, uh, me talk a, a little bit about that in, in some of our, uh, uh, other reviews. Uh, but you know, we're going to cover ghosts, uh, man, uh, excuse me, the star Wars movies. We're going to cover the star Wars movies, uh, next year. Uh, hopefully right after the beginning of the new year, we'll, we'll hop into the, the star Wars franchise. Like I, I've said before, that's my favorite franchise of all time. So I'm so excited about that. Uh, so be, be on the lookout for that. Uh, but you know, even with those movies being divisive, it was just really cool to see the characters back again. Um, for me being a massive ghostbusters fan, you know, getting to see the ghostbusters come back in afterlife, like that was so cool. And, and, you know, just to be given such a good story to be a part of again, a good sequel, uh, that was cool. And, you know, now getting to see, uh, Spider-Man, the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and those villains back for me personally. Uh, it, you know, like I said, what a time to be alive, you know. Uh, some people out there, uh, you know, like to throw out the the words nostalgia and nostalgia glasses. And, you know, they just want to make fun of people who, uh, you know, like certain movies because they're tied to older franchises and, and older uh in older movie, uh, movies and, and movie trilogies and things like that. And, you know, people like to say, well, people just like it for nostalgia. You know, maybe that's true. I don't, I don't really know. I'm not, you know, who's to say, but, um, for me, I, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's been cool being able to see characters like that come back to the big screen. And, uh, it, it almost feels like you're, uh, you're taking a step back into your childhood for a little bit. Uh, and, and that's how this new movie felt, uh, no way home. I thought that it was, uh, uh, extremely cool. Um, you know, I've been a little down on Marvel lately other than, you know, some of the shows I, I felt like, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, just haven't, uh, produced, uh, the same sort of hyped movies as they did pre, uh, in game, which, you know, I'm, I'm sort of of, of a belief that they're not ever going to recapture what they did with that run of movies all the way up till Endgame and that, you know, that whole storyline building up to that movie. I, I don't personally think they'll ever recreate that. That was, that's really hard to do uh, and really hard to build that big of a, you know, a fan base uh, who's, who are all following the same story. You know, obviously they're not going to quit churning out you know, uh, product anytime soon. I mean, there's so much coming out with Marvel, but, uh, I don't know that they'll, they'll ever do that again. Uh, but 
you know, for me, this was like this. I consider this to be the best thing that's come out since Endgame, personally. And I know that's probably not a shock. There's probably a lot of people that feel that way. Uh, but this was really cool to see. It was for a lot of different reasons, not not just because of Tobey Maguire, not just because of the Sam Raimi characters, you know, uh, the the Goblin and Doctor Octopus and Sandman, uh, not just because of the Andrew Garfield characters, uh, the, you know, his Spider Man and and Electro and Lizard, uh, but because they did a really good job with the new Spider Man and, and progressing that character. Um, and you know, he earned, you know, more of my respect, uh, after this movie, I'll tell you that much. So, you know, it'll be cool to see where they go in the future. Um, all right, guys, like we mentioned, we'll be back next week. Hey, listen, if you guys just came here to listen to about Spider-Man, uh, this new movie, uh, that's cool. And I appreciate it. I really do. You know, any listeners we get is awesome. Um, but, you know, check out some of our other stuff. If you're interested in, you know, stuff from the 80s, 70s, uh, movies and music, uh, get, you know, check us out. Uh, you know, I failed to mention on the last episode uh, that we are on uh, Twitter. You can find us, uh, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. We're on Facebook. You can find us there, too. We're also on YouTube. Uh, we don't have a, a video format yet. Uh, we've just been putting so much time into different projects that we really haven't had the time to sit down and uh, work on a video format yet but we are on youtube if you just want to listen through youtube you know some people do uh and if you're listening to this on youtube then you can know that we're also on uh apple Podcasts. we're on spotify you can check us out there like i said ticket stubs and cassette tapes Listen, please, you know, give us a, a follow, a like, uh, a subscribe, uh, you know, anywhere you're following us. Uh, like I said, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, check us out. Uh, give us a, a like or a, a follow. You know, we'd really appreciate it. We want to build, you know, a big fan base up. We want to do live streams. We want to make you guys a part of the, the discussion. Uh, we want to, you know, just like I said, we want to celebrate movies and, and we want to have fun doing that with you guys. So, uh, this is, uh, Andy. It's been fun. Uh, go check out Spider-Man No Way Home. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you listen to this full spoiler review, but if you haven't go see it, if you have already seen it, you know, how did your uh, opinion hold up to mine? I don't know. Maybe it's totally different. Uh, but uh, go see it again. It, it, it's a good movie. Uh, like I said, I'm Andy. This has been Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. We'll see you later.